All right, Rob. What should we talk about today? What's what's going on with you? We haven't I haven't spoken to you in a while. I mean, in the I think in, since since we last spoke, you got married and other stuff happened. Oh yeah, yeah. I got, I got married on the hottest day of the year, so that was oh. uh, that was an experience. <laughs> wow. There were were there a lot of hot takes? I don't know. I mean, it feels like it feels like there, there ought to be a joke in there, something about uh, about it being hot on your wedding and you. But I, I can't think of it because I'm a little. I'm a little out of it. I just published my Mac OS review just like an hour or two ago after, before we recorded this. Yes, you did. I, you did. And I, I've I've started reading it. I think I'm three or four pages in. All right. All right. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I, it's, it seems like a pretty solid release. Yeah. Um, the, wid- the widgets are looking good. I can... I, I can live with this. It's okay. Yeah, well, and you know, it's like one of the things I, I was very careful to point out to people is like, if you don't like the widgets, don't complain to me because <laughs> because you don't have to deal with the widgets. You can leave them behind the clock like an animal if you want to. You uh-huh. know, I mean, you don't have to deal with them if you don't like if you don't like that stuff on your desktop. And I get it. Some people like to have nice, clean, pristine desktop. That's that's a choice that I respect, and I can get by, and yeah. I can get behind. But uh, I find the utility of these widgets pretty pretty darn good. And as a result, I'm all in on the widgets. Right now I'm looking at the weather, the air quality, a little month calendar, uh, the fact that the electricity here in North Carolina is not going to be clean again until roughly 1 a.m. My, gro- yeah, my grocery list, <laughs> the packages <laughs> coming to my house, which we can talk about that, batteries for all my devices connected to this Mac, some time, like three different timery widgets, a music box widget of music I've saved for later. And what's this other one? Is this Shazam? Yeah, this one is Shazam. I got a Shazam <laughs> one. Here. I, did, I put that one up there this morning. I don't even remember what it is anymore. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I actually had until very recently, I haven't put too many widgets on my, I had a lot of widgets on my home screen, but you know, people don't, uh, the developers are only just now getting all these out there. So I still feel like I have to sort through a bunch of widgets and try them all out and see what fits in my life. Because, you know, on a 27 inch screen, you got room, you got room to grow. But, uh, oh, absolutely. But, uh, but you don't have infinite space. And on my MacBook Air, it's very cramped because unlike on the iPhone, you can't stack these things. And on top of that, when you switch between uh, between spaces, they stay the same, which I think is a miss right there. I really mm-hmm. think that's a miss. I think you should be I think you should be able to set up a space in Mac OS that's like John's music space and has like my music widgets and and you know and, and Apple Music and stuff like that. And then I think you should have like your workspace where you have you know your more businessy stuff going on. But uh, but to have them the same on all all spaces. To me, that says spaces is kind of like a, a it, it's it's a feature on the uh, you know it's a feature in the lineup as they say it's like it's like <laughs> it's like something that it, it exists but it's not like super well supported anymore I don't think. Yeah, it, it certainly sound. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how many people are using spaces per se. Like I'm sure people are using like full screen. Yeah. And, you know, like I, I use I have music full screen and it's hidden away because you know if i'm playing it i don't need to actually look at what it's doing which is usually breaking or you know stop playing for no reason right so well i I try and just keep that hidden away And i think you know in a sense that stage manager is a replacement for spaces without taking spaces away i I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of i mean they have a similar concept i guess i would say 
in that they're designed to kind of let you tidy up your desktop by limiting the number of apps per screen, basically. Um, but but one kind of handy. Here's a here's a hot tip for you, Rob. Oh, All go right. on. Even if you're not a spaces person, open up a second space so that when you want to see your desktop widgets, all you have to do is quick three finger swipe on your trackpad to get to an, because then your space is empty, right? And then, then they, uh, they, you know, you can just kind of click on the, on the screen there and you've got it, uh, you've got them all live for you. You can see them all. Oh, that's really smart. Yeah. See, I got the, or you can use a hot corner. I've been using a hot corner a bit for this too. The, pro- the problem I have with hot corners is I triggered them way too frequently by accident. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I do too. I have, like, bottom left, I think, locks my Mac, yeah. um, which I I believe I've even done when we've been recording before. <laughs> um, and, and obviously, locking your Mac sometimes affects things, like music will continue to play, right? but the play-pause won't work. Right. Um, and I've done that a few times where I've locked it, and I'm trying to pause music, and I'm like, oh, go on, lock it again. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I keep the lock one just because it's kind of useful at work, so I can just, like, swipe my mouse down there and walk away. Um, but, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Like, they're way too easy to trigger. Yeah, no, I, I do it all the time. I have the upper right is my one that uh, shows my desktop, which is handy for the widgets, and the bottom right is the one that locks my Mac. I don't have... What do I have on the... Oh, I think I might have... No, I don't have anything set on the left side. But anyway, so there you have it. There you have it. That's my my top tip. But yes, it's it's good to be done. It's good to be finished. Uh, it's good to be finished in September instead of mid-October because typically what would happen this time of year is that iOS and iPadOS would come out. I have a hand in some of the production side of Federico's review, which usually keeps me busy for at least a few days. And then I, I do a lot of app reviews after that. And then I roll right into my macOS review. And that doesn't finish until, you know, like middle to third week of October. And before you know it, it's like the holidays. And my, my rest of my year is a blur. But this year, uh, so it was, it was a blessing in disguise, I guess, that I, it was done by September, you know, September 26th. But the problem was is that I've been traveling a lot lately. And so I really, what I had to do is get it ready way in advance, um, which was super painful to get it over the finish line while I was traveling. But, you know, I got it out and so it's finished and I'm, I'm very happy, very happy about that being done. Being done is the thing I'm mostly happy about because at the very end, it becomes like a complete obsession and it becomes very hard for like Federico and I to have a do a podcast and not just talk about <laughs> about our reviews because it's literally <laughs> I mean, I haven't watched television in like three weeks. Uh, I've listened, you know, I've listened to some, to some, uh, good music, haven't played any video games. I mean, it's literally, I've just been doing nothing but this stupid review for a while now, but, and it's quite a life, but now it's, now it's finished. And I'm glad to be, uh, back on the ruminate podcast talking to you about, of course it, um, but we should talk about other things. You know what I mean? We should talk about that folding, the, the folding chair that Logitech wants you to buy for $300, Rob. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is, uh, you, you sent me this right before we started recording. Um, I, I mean, my initial reaction was what I said to you. Like, it kind of looks pretty cool. I don't actually think $300 is that bad for what it is. No, because it's not just a folding chair. It's, a, um, it's one of these chairs for a driving sim video game. So it's got a steering wheel. And it's also got uh, pedals. So, you know, I think that that's become, uh, 
driving games have really been taken next level with all the ray tracing and, you know, for 4k displays and things like that. And so you can get a really cool immersive experience. And there are a lot of chairs that are built for this, but you know, not everybody has room in there where they live for some giant big recliner chair. That's like the cockpit of an actual F1 racer or something like that. You know, it's like, <laughs> so this, this is like the folding chair version where it essentially, it, it, it folds up when you're finished and you can, they show it in this article on the verge kind of, you know, lying next to someone's desk. And it looks like it, you know, this, this I could actually put in my office, whereas I don't have room for more furniture in here. No, definitely. I mean, like you say, I'm, I'm not sure there's much else to say about it, really. But yeah, I, um, you know, somebody I know has one of these like racing gaming chair things, yeah. and yeah, it takes up a lot yeah, of space. It's They're all you know, pretty it's... big because they've got you got to have something out in front of you for your feet, as well as the steering wheel and all that stuff. It's like a it's like a really big gamer chair, basically. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, I'm actually looking at this and I'm thinking, oh, this is really comfy. I wonder if I could mount my laptop where the steering wheel is. I know. Well, um, when I first saw the article, <laughs> I actually thought that that was what this is, that this was some sort of ergonomic, you know, sit out at the beach and, and uh, I don't know, do your development work on, on the beach with, with some sort of weird <laughs> tray where the laptop goes, but it's it's for it's for video games. And I think it's fun. I mean, it's, of course, funny to, to make fun of a folding chair that's $300, but uh, but it, it looks like a pretty good thing. Logitech, I think Logitech is an interesting company because they make they make some really good hardware, but they also make some junk too. I mean, it's a it kind of it kind of runs the gamut. Yeah, they they do do a bit of everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, this if this is the kind of thing you're into and you need a bit of you need to at least save some space, then yeah, I mean, this this looks perfect to be honest. I know. So so Rob, I was telling you before we got started that I have a sickness and my sickness is because of this stupid review, I was not sleeping very well last night and I woke up in the middle of the night thinking about what, what would you think I would think about in the middle of the night at two in the morning? Well, of course, shortcuts and the action button on the iPhone 15 pro. I was thinking about what can I do with that? What, what would be uh, cool and interesting? And I thought immediately I need a presence sensor from Akara, the FP2, because what if, this thing could sense when I sit down in front of the TV and just make everything turn on for me. <laughs> sure. Or of course, because why wouldn't, why wouldn't you need that? Right. Or something similar. So I, I, you know, two thirty in the morning, I pull out my phone, I get on Amazon. I see that it'll come before lunchtime. So I order it. And then nice. I go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so it's here. It came and I, I haven't had a chance to set it up yet. I actually, my one of my uh, post review projects is to set up Home Assistant uh, because I got the I got the Home Assistant Yellow, which is basically you have to supply your own Raspberry Pi, but then it's a board with some other hardware on it and a case, and you just basically pop the the uh, the Raspberry Pi in there, install the software, and you're good to go. And I think what it should be able to do is open because Home Assistant has its own iOS app that supports shortcuts. I should be able to to access a lot of the presence. I did a little research on Reddit at, at two in the morning too to confirm that I think that I should be able to access all the presence data 
uh, over Home Assistant and hopefully do that through shortcuts too. I don't know for sure yet because I haven't tried any of this, but that that's the uh, that's the theory right there. Mm. You're uh, you're really uh, trying me, making sure I get all these links for the show notes as well <laughs> while you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I uh, I, d- I do what I can with the show notes, but yeah, I, I did see this uh, this Home Assistant uh, little. Let's say it's like a little case with some with a, a Zigbee module yep, yep. and a, uh, some Ethernet and all sorts of stuff going on. This looks like yeah, fun. it's got a couple of USB A ports, I think, and maybe a U- and maybe a USB C for power Ethernet. Yeah, it. I think it's actually smart what they do. They they don't. They don't supply a Wi-Fi module because they're, they're like, if you if you want consistent home, a home hump to actually work, it should have a wired connection to the internet, which, you know, not, that's true. I mean, I think that's very true. A yeah. lot of products try to do it over Wi-Fi, but that can cause a lot of trouble. And so this thing, uh, you know, you have to have it wired to your router or whatever, but I've got, I've got an empty slot on my router, so that won't be a problem. And it's pretty small. It's not like... It's not like super small, but it's a pretty compact, mm-hmm. compact thing. And I, you know, I bought it a while ago. I got, mainly I got it because until very recently, the, the latest Raspberry Pis were very, very hard to get. Yes. And they were prioritizing like uh, enterprise clients or something like that. I mean, it was, it was for like two years, it was almost impossible to get a Raspberry Pi. And now... I got mine from Canada. I mean, some company in Canada. There's only a couple. There's only a couple of place online stores in North America that are even selling them, but they are available. And I got that pretty fast. The Home Assistant Yellow took a few days, and then I got some memory for it, which everybody's or some you know some storage for it. Where everybody's like, "Why do you need storage for that?" I was like, "I don't know, but it's cheap." So, <laughs> so a 500 gigabyte SSD, it has a slot, and now I you know I can put my uh, all my Linux all my Linux apps on there. It's the it's the year of Linux in my house, Rob. It really is. Oh. <laughs> finally, <laughs> yeah, finally, yeah. No, I remember. Would have been a couple of years ago now when I was trying to get a Raspberry Pi Zero, uh-huh. um, and I ended up buying off a guy on Facebook Marketplace because <laughs> you just couldn't get them anywhere. Like I didn't play over retail; like the guy was selling it at retail price, which was really nice of him because they were going for like three or four times yeah. the price. Um, but that was the only place I could get it was to just go to this dude's house and just buy <laughs> off of him. <laughs> well, at least he was nearby. I mean, you know, you know, that that's good. Well, yeah. It, the pandemic did weird things to uh, supply supply chain things, but uh, it seems like an awful lot of those kind of things are back to normal. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it seems to be pretty much. I think it's mostly you can, or at least with the Raspberry Pi, you can pretty much pick up what you need. Now. Yeah, yeah. So that was good. That was good. That'll that'll be a project for later, along with this uh, presence sensor, which apparently this can like tell whether you're lying down in bed or standing up or what part of the room you're in and all this oh wow. yeah all this kind of because it uses millimeter wave technology um so i'm basically be shooting radar through my house at myself it, yeah, it has it, it, it has fall detection too but i'm told you have to mount it to the ceiling and i don't think that that's gonna that's gonna work very well only not not you know it's not a matter of logistics it's a matter of convincing others in my household of having this little plastic thing stuck to the ceiling, which I don't think is going to fly. 
No, I don't think it is. Start drilling holes to run the cables. No. This will get tested out in my office, which is like a we call it, it's a safe space. Yeah, <laughs> safe space for your tinker. Yes, exactly. But it won't, you know, it has to be rock solid and and unobtrusive if it's going to migrate to the rest of the house. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you you've been thinking about home kit and folding chairs yeah. and all sorts of stuff my past month has mostly been thinking about ways to get people to give money to St. Jude yes, in various, various different ways. So uh, if anybody doesn't know, or I imagine there's probably a lot of crossover with Relay listeners, with our listeners, mm-hmm. but um, every year Relay run their an annual you know fundraising event during September because it's Cancer Awareness Month. Um, and you can do sub-campaigns underneath that. So like... You know, so I am doing one of those, and I set my goal at two hundred and fifty dollars at the start. And uh, Adam, who runs OMG.LOL, immediately gave me two hundred and fifty dollars, and then committed to fifty percent of his earnings for the entire month. Wow! Um, and, and this was within probably an hour of me, you know, posting about this. Um, and then it kind of got a bit out of control. Um, we are now at eleven thousand six hundred dollars. Yes, and um, and Rob is, is Rob is number one amongst these these sub campaigns. So that's the that's the highest one, at least as we're recording this, by a few thousand dollars, at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm winning at charity. I think. Is, is that <laughs> yes, you are winning charity. <laughs> you'll get a t- you'll, you'll get a tote bag for your efforts, but. Uh, <laughs> No, but it's really great what you're doing. And I think it's really, I think it's a really neat idea. I had not, until Relay started this last year, I had not run into the concept of these sub campaigns. That was kind of a foreign thing to me. But it's basically, it allows people like you who have, you know, obviously connections with people who are different than what the Relay uh, or go beyond the typical relay crowd to then reach people even further out into that community and bring in even more money that way, which I think is really a genius way to kind of go about this stuff. So that was that's been that's really been cool to watch. They just finished their podcastathon, which was uh, just this last Friday, so that was pretty cool. That was like twelve hour grueling session, I'm sure for those guys, but uh, they always do an amazing job with it. Yeah, definitely. And, and this, um, you know, beyond just my campaign, this turned into, I've created four websites now oh. related <laughs> to, to the fundraising. Um, so the first one, um, and it has an amazing name, John, right? So this this first one, you embed your fundraising campaign on your website. Uh-huh. I called it September. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and then this turned into a whole thing and I made one um, because one of the other things you can do with a sub campaign if you hit $250 you get a desk mat right Um, so I registered deskmat.help and it lists all the campaigns that are getting close to $250 Um, and then somebody said oh why don't you do one for people who haven't raised anything yet because if you raise a dollar you um, you get a relay FM challenge coin Mm -hmm. for the month Mm -hmm. for the and I said, oh, I'm not buying any more domains. Like, I'll just put it on a subdomain. And then Stephen Hackett bought coinme.dad. Coinme.dad. And this, in the Relay Discord, turned into, if you were a person who donated to one of these campaigns with zero dollars, you were a dollar daddy. Um, <laughs> so there are, 
there's at least maybe like 15 or 20 campaigns that just have a donation that says from your dollar daddy. Um, <laughs> That's cool. That's really funny. I like that. Uh, yeah, that was a fun one. But I think the most exciting thing for us, for Ruminate listeners, yes. and I don't think we've done this ever in the eight years we've been doing this. Um, there's Ruminate stickers available. Uh, we, if you, any, anyone who like, donates $10 or more gets a full sticker set, which is four different stickers. Nice. Um, there's one for Ruminate. There's one for my other podcast, We Got Family. Right. And then Adam has done two OMG.LOL oh, ones. Oh, nice. Um, and we, I believe it's about 100 or so packs of these we've got to send out so far. Um, but there's, an, you know, you've still got, I mean, there's another four or five days to the end of September. Right. And the campaign will probably run a day or so after that as well. Um, but if you want these, the link will be in the show notes right at the top. The be, be really obvious link. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I, I spent a long time on these stickers. Oh, I bet you. Um, I, they really they show, <laughs> they show it too. I mean, I really love the ruminate one. It's really amazing. Yeah, I was the 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 Fast and Furious one was kind of easy because there's a lot of like memes sure. and, and like there's you know there's like a whole subculture with like street racing and stuff like right. that um and i did that one first and i was sort of racking my brain so like, what kind of thing can i do for ruminate i didn't want to just do the cover art um and then i thought pizza like we always talk about <laughs> right pizza. it's true <laughs> another another one of um, my many so, obsessions is pizza yeah i mean we we probably mentioned pizza at least sort of once every couple of episodes or so so i went with this sort of classic pizza box type design yes. just in a green and red um and and those stickers are arriving in the next 48 hours so there, there will be photos of these stickers um to to give people a chance to see them in case they, they haven't donated and they, they see them and they go well i've obviously got to have these you know one thing i would suggest to anybody who listens to ruminate and knows federico who i obviously run mac stories with is that if you ever order a pizza locally and it comes in one of those red and green boxes and maybe it has a picture of italy on it or it has somebody who you know a caricature of an italian person or something you should really take a picture of that and send it to him on mastodon because i think he'd appreciate it i occasionally will send him a pizza box photo when i order pizza and there's like a big you know it'll say oh italiano and then it'll have a picture of the uh you know the map of italy or something like that on it yeah i, I definitely played around with a few of those uh sort of the italian pizza chef yep. um caricatures uh when i was making it i i, I settled on just a pizza slice <laughs> yes oh, it worked really well i like it a lot i mean it looks it looks fantastic but but those it's because it's very it it really evokes the um kind of like what you would find in your t- typical local pizza place kind of box i think mm-hmm. yeah that, that's that's what i was going for and i don't know so i think it, once i think i downloaded about 20 or so fonts just to find the right one for uh-huh. the, <laughs> the ruminate text yep, yep. Um, so I, I will make that artwork, uh, this week's artwork as well. So if you're listening, you can, you should be able to see it in your podcast. Player. Nice. Nice. Well, you know, those guys have raised, I'm looking at it right now, just shy of $572,000, which is crazy. Wow. Yeah, it was, That's... it's been going up quite a bit since the podcast on Friday. Cause I, I think I checked in, they had, I think they finished the podcast maybe at like five thirty or five forty something mm-hmm. around there, maybe. Uh, but it's continued through the weekend and into this week, so it's looking 
Uh, it's really it's really moving along there. I mean, I would be surprised if they hit six hundred before the end of the week. Oh yeah, it wouldn't yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. There, they're really going for it. Um, I don't, and yeah, you can help. You know, the links will be yep, there. Yep, definitely. Get yourself some stickers. Um, I won't personally be sending them out, but Adam will very nicely ship them out very to you. Very nice. So. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean that—that's pretty much been my month. Just uh, yeah, I'm sure that's kept you busy. You know, there's stuff like that takes a lot more time than I think people realize. Sometimes um, it is a lot of work, but I mean to do it right, it's a lot of work. Yeah, the, the, the funny thing, me and Adam now have a list of ideas for next year <laughs> um, because because this year was a bit sort of rushed. You know, Adam sure. said, "Oh, I'll help you out." Um, next year, we've we've already got some ideas, so. Uh, that's, that's going to be a fun one next Very year. Very nice. <laughs> we'll get through this one first. Yeah, one one year at a time. You get, you get a little break. That'll get a little break. That'll be good. All right. Well, very good. And I think if people are, I, I don't know if there's still tickets available for that thing that Relay is doing for their 10th anniversary in, in London next July. But you and I are both going to be there. I thought I would mention that because, um, yes. you know, if people are around, we'll, we'll maybe see at the show. That'd be pretty cool because we'll be... We'll be we'll be there. I got to make my plans. I haven't like bought any plane tickets or anything, but I've told the guys <laughs> that I'm going to be there, so I better be there. Yeah, there. I've just checked. There are a few tickets left. Okay, good, good, um, good. So I will again. I'll make sure that's in the show notes. Um, but yeah, me and you will. We, we've been doing this for eight years. We've never met in person. I know it's terrible. It's a travesty, <laughs> really. I may combine it with a trip to Ireland and to Italy. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. I may just like go, I may just spend my, my summer of 2024 in Europe, write my Mac OS review next year from a cafe in Rome or something. How does that sound? Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> I like that. We'll see. I like that. To be fair, we probably would have met had it not been for the pandemic because I was planning a big trip to America. That's true. That's true. I th- I think we went to a travel agent about two weeks before the pand before it was locked oh down. Oh my gosh! Wow. Uh, You're lucky. So wow, yeah, that's that's amazing. I I think of all the things that I did like right before the pandemic hit, and it was like we were we were moving Mac stories to America, so it was like an American mm-hmm. corporation. I literally sat in a bank and signed documents for our bank accounts the day before the bank said nobody can come in the bank anymore. <laughs> And and so, but for that appointment, it would have been really difficult for us to have any way to collect money or pay people. And uh, I was very very glad that I got into the bank that day. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 weird that we're like three years in, and we're, you know, three years after, and we're still sort of going. Oh, you remember when this thing happened? Oh, but it's uh, it's been quite the time. But we're going to get to meet next year, nice. and it's going to be a nice show, and you know. I'm sure we'll be able to grab dinner and stuff like that. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know what I just got? I just, <laughs> there's going to be an iPhone. You know, there's going to be an iPhone 15 Pro version of Resident Evil 4. And it's going to cost $60. What, why would I pay $60 for that on my internet telephone? Oh, God. What are they doing? I, wow. Mike just sent me this. uh link i thought i saw it somewhere else where it was not that much money but maybe it is oh here it is this is what i was looking at um oh i was looking at the yeah i was looking at the the uh the mac app store thing and it's got an in-app purchase and did they list uh, i oh i see it must be that uh that touch arcade has some information because 
there's no information about the in-app purchase on the at least the Mac App Store version of this yet. So they must right. they must have heard it. It must have been from the Tokyo the Tokyo Game Show just happened, and that's where Capcom said that they were bringing Resident Evil Four to all Apple platforms. And as I understand it, Resident Evil Four is going to be a universal app that you'll be able to play on all platforms. Whereas the Village, you know, which is their favorite Apple's favorite thing to try it out, it's a separate purchase because it's just it's been on the Mac, but it's coming to iPhone and iPad. So that will be a separate purchase, separate purchase. I'm not a big fan of Resident Evil games personally. Just horror games are not my thing. Uh, but, you know, Apple seems pretty cozy with Capcom these days. And and I was planning to buy this just to see how it performed on the iPhone 15. I'm not sure I really want to spend $60 on on this game that I don't think I would probably enjoy to begin with. So We'll see. No problem. Well, and that's also another link you've got to send me now. Um, so. <laughs> I do. I've got it right here. Mike just sent me this article. Oh, big, uh, big, big show notes. Today. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's um, yeah, let's wrap it up on that late breaking news. Oh, right. And, uh... Sounds good. Everybody, go out and pre-order Resident Evil Village Four, but but do maybe give your sixty dollars to St. Jude instead of to Capcom. That's going to be my advice. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that's good advice. I, I think that, that makes way more sense. All right. <laughs> Speak to you later. Bye.